Welcome to the Biting Side mini podcast where I make a point to keep things really personal. A friend of mine just got back from a long period of travel and he was traveling with a girl that he's newly in relationship with. Not super new, but new-ish. And they were in close quarters the whole time. So I was asking him how everything went. And of course, we were getting into the personal stuff. And um, he told me, so he's um, the type of person that tends towards um, an avoidant pattern when things get uncomfortable in a relationship, like he kind of shuts down or avoids uh, whenever he feels triggered or uncomfortable. And so he, uh, I think, is trying to like grow past that or release that or, you know, balance himself out more. Um, So he was saying that he only uh, had that shut down uh, or had a shut down moment um, once during the trip. And he was telling me about it and saying that, you know, it, when it happened, when he felt um, shut down or avoidant, he told himself that he would, you know, and within 24 hours, like come back and try to address it. Um, or that was a goal that he kind of set for himself was like, you know, I'll, I'll address this or confront the awkwardness or, um, you know, go and speak to her about it in 24 hours. But he said that she beat him to it. Um, you know, at about 24 hours, she came to him first and he actually, you know, didn't hit, he was not able to kind of pull himself out of it and hit that 24 hour mark, but that she did. Um, and then he kind of surprised me because instead of feeling, I mean, he said he was disappointed that he didn't get himself out of it, but he didn't seemed to fixate on that because I guess, you know, he seemed like he felt confident that he was going to be able to get better and better at it each time. He actually concentrated on and spent most of his time telling me how he was so appreciative that she um, was the type of person who would not be comfortable with 24 hours passing and that she was uncomfortable during those 24 hours enough to then go and uh, say something like that, you know, um, it was almost like he was saying, well, I'm glad she cares about this enough to not be comfortable with 24 hours. Or um, I'm glad that she's the type of person that's different than me and handles things differently and is not going to um, avoid but try to confront it and deal with it and address it, um, you know, within about 24 hours, uh, whatever the situation was. I don't actually even know what the situation was, but he just said it was like some sort of awkwardness. Like he was, you know, confronting the awkwardness that was between them or the disconnection or um, the issue, whatever it was. And so I thought that was neat. I thought it was neat that he um, primarily expressed appreciation for her style because it could have gone a different way. Um, a lot of times we like are irritated um, at the at someone who is different than us. Like, uh, you know, he could have felt like, oh no, like 
she's so different than me. I can't be with someone that's so different. She won't understand my way. I won't understand her way. He could have felt like, oh, this is limiting my freedom. She's so needy and needs to talk about this in a time frame that isn't natural for me. Or he could have felt like it was infringing on his way of being because, you know, he was going to have to address things sooner than he would have on his own. Or he could have felt like uber individualistic or independent about it where it was, you know, he wanted to do it his way and in his own time and, um, you know, wanted to be the leader or something. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways that he could have gone with it. Um, but he just felt appreciation that she was, uh, you know, the type of person that wasn't quite comfortable in that 24 hour period of awkwardness or disconnection or issue. And then, you know, wanted to address it after that time period. Um, and yeah, it reminds me of a quote. It, it kind of puts in real life, a quote that I have hanging on my wall, um, that says, when you can appreciate and learn from rather than resent your opposite, your attitude changes. And sometimes I read this quote and it seems boring and cliche, honestly. Um, but I have it hanging on my wall because other times it really strikes a deep chord with me and seems like so rich and important. And I think, you know, it could just be my mood, but I also think it has to do with like how I'm reading it. I mean, if I just read it and understand it with my brain, then yeah, it kind of just seems cliche. But if I really let it in and kind of integrate it into some sort of deep other layer of myself um, and it, it really touches me at that deeper layer then yeah it's rich it's a really important quote and um, yeah this like I said puts that deep rich layer into real life um, action when he's sitting there saying yeah I uh, you know instead of resenting that opposite instead of feeling like oh yuck you know burdened by this opposite that isn't like you um, like yuck you know she's needy and wants to talk about it and I'm not ready and I don't want to and I want to do it in my own time and this is going to be so different than how I want how I typically do things and I'm uh you know, instead of seeing that opposite as something like a burden or something that's infringing on your way of being or something that's, um, you know, you'll never understand and that they'll never understand you. He just was appreciate, appreciating it, um, appreciative for the... Uh, kind of like what it what it brings to him, and and this reminds me of the concept of shit sandwich uh, that Mark Manson talks about, um, where you know he says like everybody has like a shit sandwich that they can eat um, that other people are like no way I don't want to eat that, but it's like sure I can I can handle that. So it's like something that isn't natural to him. Um, like it isn't, it's maybe it is a shit sandwich for him to, um, pull himself. Maybe it's really difficult for him to pull himself out of the avoidant thing. But since that's natural for her and she feels a natural discomfort with it, you know, it's, um, like somebody else handling a shit sandwich that you don't want to have to handle. Now, I don't mean that she's going to handle it for him. I definitely know that he still, still has a goal in mind to grow and get better at this himself because he does want to be able to, um, you know, get himself out of those moments differently. But anyway, the, the point is I thought it put it into motion. And I also, um, ended up 
the same subject had had come up two or three days before with a different friend in a different way. Um, we were talking about comedians and we were talking about males and females and uh, male and female differences. And um, yeah, I was saying I got no problem with male and female differences. I like male and female differences. Um, you know, I'm not the type of person that feels like we should all be the same or everybody's 100 percent. Um, equal or the same in all areas it's just not the deal for me male and female differences are fine but what I don't like that shows up a lot in comedy um is this sort of like oh man you know women are crazy they're nuts I mean you can't understand them you'll never understand them just like say just nod your head do whatever they say get away from it avoid it at all costs and you know they're just nuts okay just write it off just don't think about it just you know um kind of keep your logic in your mind and just like roll your eyes and turn the other cheek they're nuts you're never gonna get them they're just wacky they're needy there's no explaining them it makes no sense it's just total chaos and you know crazy um you know okay fine for the sake of humor and all I guess you know this is obviously an enjoyable topic for blowing off steam with comedians but I don't like that attitude represented because it's basically that writing off your opposite um instead of appreciating it um and I don't think it leads anywhere good. I don't think it leads anywhere um, productive, let's say. I don't think it puts things in a, <laughs> yeah, in your favor. I don't think it puts things in a place of growth or balance or any of that. But because, yeah, then you're just like writing the opposite. I mean, women do it too. I'm not, I mean, this is comedians. I've majority heard men doing this in comedy, but, and that's what we were talking about. But women do it too. They write men off too. I've done it in certain ways for sure. So, uh, but, you know, instead being able to look at it from a place of appreciation, um, kind of puts a whole new spin of peace or um, enjoyment or, I don't know, like I said, productivity. Because uh, then you're able to use the opposite um, as something to learn from, appreciate, instead of that resent. Like, it's limiting me. It's crazy. It's, you know, something I'll never understand. It's infringing upon me. Um, so... And I'm going to use a really lame, stereotypical example, and I'm just saying it <laughs> and acknowledging it, but it's, the, it's an easy one to talk about, so that's why I'm using it. But let's say, you know, there's someone, and, you know, this is maybe a male attribute, maybe not, but I'm not arguing that point today, uh, you know, but if there's someone who wants to spend time and enjoys uh, the precision and getting everything just so and making many attempts at getting some planter screwed in my wall, uh, you know, or into the side of my deck. Um, if that's something that they can do and approach with uh, interest or whatever, if it's a shit sandwich that they're fine with eating um great because it's not a shit sandwich I want to eat like that sounds awful I don't want to sit and fiddle with you know screwing this thing into the wall and getting everything just the way it needs to be and uh having several attempts at it whatever 
And so, I don't know, like I said, it's a cliche example of me thinking of like, all right, well, if someone's got that kind of pragmatic mind or utilitarian mind and they're, you know, thinking of it in this uh, linear type of way that that's just a shit sandwich that I don't want to eat. Great. I'm appreciative that I have that person in my life because they can handle it and I don't have to, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, in the same way, couldn't we view, you know, male, female differences like that too, instead of like the, she's crazy. Oh God. You know, it's almost like, well, thank goodness, you know, or I'm appreciative that she sees things in this way, that it's so different. It gives me a totally different perspective, or I'm appreciative for the fact that she needs to talk about things more because I probably wouldn't, or I'm appreciative for the, the way that, you know, she shows her emotions right there up front and center um, so clearly because I get to observe emotions that I don't even recognize that easily in myself but or something, you know, whatever. I'm still using cliche sort of examples, but because I think people can identify with them, um, but wouldn't it be nice? And there's definitely more detailed and much more varied ways that that shows up not just these basic cliches but still um just like my friend did uh you know I he was it was a beautiful moment I was surprised I didn't expect him to immediately jump to the words I'm so appreciative that I'm with a person who isn't comfortable with more than 24 hours of awkwardness and who was in discomfort during that time. I mean, he wasn't saying he was like happy that there was discomfort for her, but you know, that like that, that is a natural tendency for her. She, you know, wants connection the whole time. So there, so that she was discomfort, uh, uncomfortable with it being disconnected. Um, that that's a drive for her, that that's a strength of hers, that that's shit sandwich that, you know, and it's not even a shit sandwich. I think he is actually more interested in gathering those skills for himself too. So it was really more like him saying, wow, I'm, you know, so glad she has these skills because I'm wanting these skills or I'm learning from it too, or just whatever. It was beautiful. I thought it was really interesting. And it was putting that quote, the best part of that quote, the deepest, richest part of that quote into real action. Um, right, right, uh, in front of me. So I appreciated it and, and wanted to, yeah, I wanted to explore it. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas, but usually they just aren't at all what others come up with. So that has made me feel weird for most of my life. Uh, but now I'm determined to take what makes me weird and to try to make it useful. So come and check out all the other podcasts and things that we've got going on at weirdisuseful.com.